Welcome to TripCast, a podcast for believers. Terry Tripp here, and this is the first episode of TripCast. So, if you don't know too much about me, I'm a creative writer, but a creative writer in 2022 isn't the best thing to be because we don't live in a time where a lot of people read like they used to. Yes, there are readers out there and they are appreciated and they do amazing things, but most people are kind of too busy to read these days. So I decided to start TripCast for that reason. This is a unreleased book that I want to share with you guys for the first time, some memoirs from it. It is called This Boy's Memoir. This one's called Child at Home. There's something special about your child at home. I was born in Bakersfield, California. When I was two, my parents moved to Derby Acres. Just to give you an idea of this area, people called it Dirty Acres. But to me, it was home and a wonderful home at that. My parents were in their early 20s when they bought a brand new double-wide mobile home and placed it on a quarter acre of land. They put up a nice fence around the property, what my dad did, (laughs) and divided part of the backyard to have a horse corral. Yes, we had horses. I remember having a swing set, a tree to climb in and sit in, an area designated for our doughboy pool, an orchard for my mom to grow all sorts of goodies, and an extended driveway so we could, so I could ride my big wheel tricycle up and down it. And there was still plenty of room for a young boy's invisible adventures. It was in that backyard that my best friend Matt and I fought off invading alien soldiers who hovered over us and giants flying saucers. On other days, we battled against medieval warriors who were invading our castle as I was always the knight and Matt was the wizard. A dog named Boy barked in excitement as the imaginary scenes took place as my mom baked a cake inside waiting for my dad to get home from work. I lived in that house until my family moved to Bakersfield at age 10, so the majority of my early childhood was spent there. It really was a perfect place to grow up as a kid. I left my bike in the front yard and there was never a thought of anyone even stealing it. Doors were often left open for a sweet evening breeze and most of the time they were just left unlocked. We had horses, cats, bunnies, dogs, chickens. I had a pig named Oink Oink. (laughs) Yeah. And we had three wheelers. Yeah, three wheelers. It was back in the 80s. The foothills and the mountains that surrounded the valley were close and always clear. And there was something special about the sunset that covered them. There was time then too. Time to watch cartoons. Time to play outside. Time to watch my mother as she made dinner, organized her records, and folded laundry. Time to wait on the front porch to see if I could spot my dad's work truck driving home on the main road a few blocks away. Time to think. Time to exist. My younger sister, Amber, was about seven years younger than I was. Since we moved to Bakersfield when she was nine, she was about three-ish, so she didn't experience the same childhood I did. When I was in my early 30s, and she around in her 20s, we we made plans to grab lunch, and you know we we tried to do it every few weeks. Christmas was approaching, and we were looking for someplace fun to eat. I came up with the idea of driving about a half hour out to Taft, for lunch, and then another 15 minutes to Derby Acres to show her where she first lived in that mobile home. I was excited that she wanted to join me on this adventure. She had recently gotten engaged, and we could use the long drive to catch up. 
The road went from straight, long lanes to hilly roads and then to a small two-lane road surrounded by oil rigs and foothills. Turning into our, I guess you could call it a neighborhood, (laughs) a road faded to dirt. My sister jerked around in my truck back and forth as we went on that dusty, uneven ground. We drove past Matt's old house and then turned left down our streets. There in the middle of the dirt road, I stopped in reverence to show my sister our first home. After a few seconds of silence and an odd look on my sister's face, she said, why did mom and dad ever live here? I looked to examine my childhood home. The fence had fallen. The green grass had turned to dirt. The orchard had gone to an empty, dry area of scattered weeds. The pool had vanished. No dog barked eagerly to see me. The mobile home had weathered to a worn structure with a sunken roof as bags and boxes of trash set at the front door. It was kind of a pathetic sight. I tried to explain to Amber what it was once like, the fine details that mom and dad put into it to make it a perfect home for their two children. But then I realized something. It was more accurate in my memory than it was in real life. What now stood wasn't my childhood home, for it was gone forever. Or maybe it was forever saved in my memories, where it will always be real. That's the moment I understood that the past can't be revisited in real life but only in the hearts. I looked at my little sister, graduated from college now, engaged, grown, accomplished, faithful, kind, wise. She was what I still have from the past, not some mobile home. (laughs) We drove to Taft and ate at a Mexican food restaurant. It was mostly empty inside of the small town. There was a big Christmas tree with colorful lights across from our table. My sister and I laughed and smiled as we told stories and revisited our favorite jokes while we ate our food. And I enjoyed the present before me. My grown little sister, who would hold that same last name for only a few more months. Let's be thankful for the past and hold it dearly to our hearts. But... Let's also be thankful for what God's given us in this present and never neglect for a moment what we have now because in time, it too will be just a memory.